0: And we're back. It's not we, are, we are... we are exciting episode of Dick and Vic
1: Soccer Hour. Vic has been out of it for so long, we forgot our standard entry. Speak for yourself, Mr. Uh, Hawaii, Mr. San Diego, Mr. World Traveler. You don't want to come back. Don't be So, um... Uh, we are back after a bit of a hiatus. Uh, coming at you from Gourmet House, to once again here in River City, California, a uh, killer German beer bar, also a nice little craft beer selection. Uh, they will uh, do it up big for German national team matches, uh, Bayern Munich matches, uh, almost any German football match to be more precise. And uh, to, to herald our return in grand fashion, we are joined today once again with uh, Joe Dixon, VP of the Bendevas San Francisco, and. Mr. Quakes fan himself, Dan Burkhead. Cheers. So, and we also have Sammy, a uh, member of the fania, San Francisco, with us. So uh, let's let's get right into it. Uh, our deepest apologies for uh, Alex Morgan not being on our podcast. just uh, too busy
0: prepping for the upcoming NWSL season and probably recovering from the shellacking that the U.S. got in the hands of France
1: Oh, that was that was that was brutal of the of the of the most recent European friendlies. I, I would be. I would venture to predict that that was the that was the valley for the U.S. women's national team. Uh, I actually remember catching a bit of that match. Uh, m- m- we'll bring Joan into the discussion, who's who's, uh, who's a closet French football fan, hammer uh, with French football, with both the men and the women. Uh, who, who scored that goal? That that this lob over. Uh, oh, uh, she Listen, air. air. Yeah, she
2: scored two. And
1: you know the thing is.
2: That game, I watched the whole thing, um, not per se to see France win, but to see where the U.S. women's national team are. I've been saying it for a while. I've been talking about it for a little bit. I've said it multiple times European football women's European women's football is starting to catch up oh yeah and I don't I I know I've been banging that drum since the uh, Euro uh, Women's Euro Cup a year or two ago you know but I think the more and more you see it, I mean, Barcelona just bought, FC uh, Barcelona Femini just bought the uh, African player of the year, she played a Liverpool player at Arsenal, she's fantastic you're seeing the, the female game in Europe just taking leaps and bounds above the NWSL, like at this point I feel like if our women want to be competitive, they should start just straight going to Europe um, that being said, the France game was a very strong in Asian of where I think we are compared to where everybody else is. And not to say that we had all our players, but the U.S. women did not play well. And it was it was more of a fundamental not playing well than it seemed to be a personnel not playing well. And I, I, I don't want to say it, but I fear that we're gonna to go to France this year
1: we're going to be shocked at where our women are compared to the rest of the world. Uh, Dan, care to care, 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 care to jump in just so for our listeners again? Uh, Dan Burkhead, check check his podcast out, Good Radio. Radio. Uh, you find him Quakes Found on Twitter, SJ Quakes Found on Instagram. Yeah, that's it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but Dan, care to weigh in on uh, Joe's uh, contention about the U.S. women? Uh, I guess gonna uh, not going to be able to defend their title in France uh, this summer? I mean, one, I, don't, I wouldn't base the
3: whole season on one game, per se. France is a really good team. They're, you know, they've always given the United States fits, so I mean anything could happen on any given day. I think France proved it. Like, the women are vulnerable. Does that mean that it's going to be the end of women's soccer and end of, uh, women's, U.S. women's soccer dominance? I don't think so. I still think we have the talent to compete. I think we have the, the, you know, just our college system alone is producing such superstars for soccer that it's, you know, I still don't think the world
1: has a race has a to go before they catch up. Well, I mean, I, I know that, uh, you know, Dick referenced it as a shellacking, yet it, it, it is fair to mention that this U.S. women's national team was far from be, far from a full strength squad. Yeah, yeah, they did not have their their A players in there. So one could argue because of the personnel. Hey, uh, to lose three nil, um, probably not the best. But hey, you gotta you gotta consider it was a friendly. Didn't have their A players. Especially yeah. our left in that game. Our left back was
2: was absolutely played off the park. It was <laughs> ruined I mean, as I said, I believe in them and I want them to win and I'm very happy with it, but I think as a country, we've done this thing with the U.S. women where it's been like, we're the best period and that's going to be it. And I don't, and I think we're going to get into it, but I do not think the U.S., I think we've rested on our laurels to a certain extent. We've taken it for granted that we were just running the world for a long time. And I think our system of domestic league is nowhere comparable to
1: what Europe is getting at now. And that's going to show off in a couple of years. You know what? On on that on that note, let's let's make a a quick segue into the NWSL. So, you know, Joe mentions that. All right, uh, if women's players have their way, they should go to Europe. I think with with what's going on with Sky Blue FC, they're not doing the league any favors. I mean, the uh, the the, the, the clusterfuck that is Sky Blue FC, I I can't overstate it enough. It's the poster child of what's you know can be wrong
0: with domestic U.S. soccer. I mean, this is a team with their training facility that does not have showers. Um, so the players don't have any housing. They're supposed to of both host families. they have to sleep on couches, move multiple times during the middle of the season. Uh, they had to wear dirty laundry, like dirty kits on the training field and also matches because they haven't been able to get the laundry done. So this is just like... This is a team that's owned by the governor of, I think it's New York
1: and New Jersey. And uh, it's, just, it's just, I don't know, it's an absolute clusterfuck. There was a Nutmeg News article saying, oh, hey, Sky FC now has running water. That's, <laughs> that like, was a not yeah, but, yeah, but, yeah but, is, but for our listeners, Nutmeg News is, is, is like the soccer version of uh, National Anthem. Yeah,
2: it's yeah. A, it's a terrible, but I think... <laughs> Like all good satire, they're pointing out a fundamental problem, right? Like clearly they have running water, but they don't have the enough things to actually make I mean you think about this, Vic. we went to see FC Barcelona men in Pasadena a couple of months ago, last year or time. We talked about it now, but one of the better things that we got to see was the fact that the women, FC Barcelona Feminine, were there. And they flew on the same plane with the men. And that was that was unprecedented for a certain to a certain extent, you know, like for a club to to be putting their women on the same levels as their men. FC Barcelona Feminine right now on the same app. Like everything you could get with the men, you can see with the women. Um, Clearly, they don't, we don't have the same access to watching their games, but that's that's kind of what I'm getting at. Sky Blue FC, on the one end, there are jokes about them not having running water. On the other end, FC Barcelona is putting their women, trying to elevate them to the same level that the men are. So, at the end of the day, that's,
1: that's, I think that's indicative of the gap of Europe and, and America right now. I think part of the reason why you're such a high about that, though, is because you're able to develop your, your crush on, on a one-tone do get, let's be honest. I mean, that was a thing, but it wasn't the main thing. <laughs>
0: right. So let's, let's, be, uh, let's kind of recap. You love be you, NWSL has enjoyed you know, top-league status because of the setup, like the, the, the pipeline between the college game for women and uh, the, the uh, national team and the uh, NWSL. Title IX has been a big driver of women's soccer talent in this country. It's been a great thing. but uh, to Joe's point, Europe is in the process of catching up, right? They're, they're starting to put the resources towards the women. They're starting to train in the same facilities, play in the same stadiums have the same access. So I I think it's only a matter of time before the US is consistently challenged. I mean, and, you know, so how do you feel, say, going into the knockout rounds of the Women's World Cup in France this year? If you're the US, then you have to face to France. Or you have to actually face to Spain, which we only beat 1 0. They looked like they were pretty comfortable. Dude, England, so. Netherlands, like, I mean, Belgium. Like,
2: these teams are coming up. And the thing is, it's like, I think one of the bigger things that we're missing is, as a country, we have this. I mean, Title IX really made it easy. Cool for like the women's game and the men's game. But it feels like Europe in a few short years are like taking leaps and balanced steps. You know, it's not like they were just like you're starting to see see like English teams are not the big names. I think the biggest thing is when you're starting to see non-big names, teams beating the bigger names. Barca just lost to like a sporting Hellavetica or some shit the other day. FCB Germany, Like Liverpool's losing to Nottingham, like women's wise. So when you're having these smaller teams that don't have the big names, because at the end of the day you would think the Chelsea's the the Arsenals, the the, the Liverpools, their women should be dominating. And in a lot of ways they are. But when you're starting to see the non name big name like non name English teams and their women are challenging and beating these bigger
0: teams
3: that's really, they're a also filling stadiums for these larger European tournaments too. Yeah. That's the big thing. Yeah. Can, I, so, can I ask a question? Yeah. So the problem with soccer in the United States is a predominantly middle class sport, right? right? And it's also it's the same with men and women. Yes. So is that the culprit of other countries are able to catch up because it's not a middle class sport. You're getting the cream of the crop from all the countries versus the United States. You're getting the cream of the crop from middle class and it's been enough to succeed so far but maybe not in the future.
1: I think think, think you also have to take into consideration though. You have to take into consideration that these, these European teams, you have investment from European men's clubs that have a history of old tradition. They have resources, so they're willing to put forth those resources to cultivate women's programs. We don't have that here. I mean, if that was the case, you would see MLS clubs starting women's teams. You don't yeah. see that across yeah. the board. So one thing for that, I was going to cover this later, but... Um,
0: let's cover it now. Let's cover it now. So the, the Quakes just... Um, but, uh, this is like the honored uh, Sophie Jones. She's the, uh, the Quakes Women's Academy player who featured in the U-17 World Cup uh, for the uh, U.S. Women's Youth National Team. They put her jersey next to Wando's in uh, the trophy room of Mumbai Stadium and uh, made a big deal about it. So, I mean, I'm thinking that after the Women's World Cup will be a great time to announce an expansion for the NWSL. So I'm hoping that the Flakes are one of those teams.
3: They might be laying the foundation with that, but yeah. I
0: think I
2: was going to say, I think one of the fundamental issues isn't just the resources, Vic, with the bigger teams. I think
1: organization in general and and leadership. So last no, year, you have it all wrong. It's lack of organization or lack of leadership. Exactly,
2: but that's that, you you get it. So last year when we were talking about this, we had this conversation before about the NWSL how we feel like they're not foundationally doing the right things for their clubs. Now, when I see a team like Barcelona grabbing African player of the year ex-Liverpool ex-Arsenal X she's young but she has all this experience. When I see those moves being made it reminds me of Darren Arrows at uh, Atlanta United where he came in and Atlanta United made moves in the MLS that were moves that it seemed like other teams weren't making at the time you know and it, it's just you're starting to see these fundamentally properly run clubs like moving forward and I think that's the thing in Europe the women's teams are being organized properly whereas here it seems like
0: they just throw any old type of person yeah, to run the club, and it's, a, it's an aftershot you know? Right. Well, think of the hurdles that some MLS clubs are still dealing with, right? Lack of dispersed scouting, you know, um, lack of uh, you know, having a, a solid front office staff or coaching staff. You know, these NWSL teams, they're taking an even slower growth model than, than MLS has, right? So, And they're only at, say, I think three or four years into being elite, when
3: did uh, NWSL start? Do you remember? They've been around for a while. Uh, yeah, it's only like five years. Now. Yeah, it's no, it's uh, make- uh quite I want to th- the longest tenure in this league. Yeah, it's, it's not. I want to say it's, it's more like seven years okay. or something.
1: I I don't know. I could be wrong though. But yeah, yeah. yeah. well you know just but but in light of the horrible press. For Sky Blue, Sky Blue FC and by extension NWSL, I give the league two or three more seasons.
0: No, 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 I think they're going to be around for a while. They have a
1: lot more. If, they don't, if the they don't write the ship in two or three seasons, they're gone.
0: You nope. just my
2: thing is you should not have the reigning Women's World Cup winners playing in a league where there's a team that's having satirical articles written about their lack of running water.
3: Yeah, I'm like that's nonsense. 2013 is when they started NWSL. Yeah. yeah so years, yeah, six yeah, years, yeah, six years. Yes. Yeah will be uh-huh. yeah uh-huh. and sorry uh, yeah, no, worries,
0: yeah. <laughs> no I agree it, it's something that they're going to have to grow a little bit faster than MLS was prompted to grow you know just to fix these issues and to make uh, it sustainable for, for the woman here um, so Something I was encouraged to see was the Washington Spirit uh, actually acquired two players from uh, the Australian League. I want to go kind of on a tangent for uh, the Australian (laughs) League because um, they only play like uh, a 13-game season uh, at the moment. They only have like a a really half season, Um, but uh, they just wrapped up their their grand final last night. Uh, It was um, Sydney Pride versus uh, Perth. Perth is where Sam Kerr plays. Uh, Amazingly talented. Australian player. Uh, she hasn't won the league yet. She wasn't able to this year. They lost four-two, uh, uh, I believe, to, uh, to Sydney. Um, uh, but um, hey,
1: and you Australia, can't forget about Savannah McCaskill. She's yeah, over there in Australia. Yeah,
0: absolutely. Yeah. But uh, Australia's making waves, and uh, I'm wondering that um, with the Women's World Cup happening this year, a number of countries are going to use it as a springboard to expand their women's programs too. Australia's pushed for uh, a full-length season, um, they push for allocation spots inside the NWSL, so similar to how Canada and the U.S. have allocated players in the NWSL, uh, they want similar things. Um, I don't
1: know. Just, I think there's sort of bigger things to come yeah. with a women's game over the next uh, couple of years. Yeah, but you also have it. to. It, it, it's it's yeah. worth mentioning, though, that, okay, we're talking about a, a, a women's league in Australia. Where is the TV and media exposure for that league here? I don't think it exists here. Uh, I think it's like the Guardian. When it comes to Australia, the only exposure that I know of, you wanted to watch A-League matches, men's Australian League matches. Right. You have to subscribe to ESPN Plus and they're on at some ungodly hour because of the time difference. How going to promote the league? I mean, well, no, that that's a huge logistic. It's a logistical headache. I was headache. up you know, looking at <laughs> the outline last night. So. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right, but, uh, so, yes, let's, um, let's
0: talk
1: about the She Believes Cup because that's coming up uh, this year. Oh, we, we got we got to talk about the Spain match. You know, we, we have Sammy here who's wearing a shirt that's eerily similar to Spain colors. That's <laughs> true. Sure. Care, care, care to weigh in on the on the, on the ensemble there, Sam? Well, or is a more Catalan color, it's red and yellow, the Maybe. Right? Yeah. Now, you know, about the Spain match though, so, that was only a 1 0 victory from the US women. Right. It took some matters from Kristen Press to get that goal. <laughs> really was a speaker, that was it. Without Kristen Press in the field, we're looking at a nil nil scoreline against a team didn't Spain have the same coach for like twenty some odd years? Something like that? I mean just, I mean just I will tell you Spain has not been one of the teams in Europe that I've been like, oh I'm so
2: impressed. Like
0: So yeah, I don't at the same time they're able to keep the ball against us,
2: so I mean Well Spain will always be able to keep the ball. That's right. The day that Spain can't hold possession, that's the day that like Palfrey's and shit, you know? <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't I mean I don't know, I think it's it's so early to tell with... I think we're in a situation where up until the run up of this year Vic's been talking about body bag games and we've been saying a lot of stuff and and to be honest regardless of what Now we're seeing the consequence of that No, but what I'm saying is regardless what what I'm getting at is regardless of what I say about Europe catching up I still believe there's a strong possibility that our women get to the tournament and they turn it off and so you know what I'm going to hold out for that but up until I feel like at this point up until we see them in a truly competitive game like Even the France game, I took a lot out of that, but at the same time, it was more for France than I did for the U.S. women, you know? It wasn't like I was like, oh theirs is so terrible or France is so good, it's more like the rest of the world is catching up. So I'm reserving judgment per se to see how they do in a major tournament. Now, do I feel like France might take this one? And I think it might be a main world cup yeah. in their home country. I think it, it could be I think that's a strong thing. Do I think they will get to the finals and it may not be France and the US women? Strong possibility. But, but go
1: back to the Spain match though. It, 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 I have to give props to my fellow Bronco, Julie Urts. Big difference maker in the midfield. You saw the difference. She was not in the France match. She was back for the Spain match. You talk about holding it down in the midfield from a defensive perspective. Uh, Julie's a difference maker. Uh, no, no, no. Question, though. How confident do you, do you feel about listen Not very. She makes questionable decisions. brother. Ve- we, we have yet to find the air apparent to hold solo. I reserve judgment. I'm still...
3: I know Joe Ellis is experimenting and you know I think I think goalie is not our problem I think scoring goals is our problem and I think Carly Lloyd you're trying to find a replacement for Carly Lloyd and we haven't found that yet so once that happens McDonald?
1: she replacement? Maybe this big bruising forward that we could use as a
2: squad? I don't know I mean I still am looking at it and I feel like I think the the storyline is going to be at the end of this World Cup is going to be are the U.S. women well, women more now I mean with the men you have a different story but are the U.S. women in a fundamental like crisis of identity situation where style of play comes into question
0: I
4: mean,
1: Carly Lord is a different type of player. Joe, that's an overstatement. Come on. A is crisis? No? Inter- well, crisis? I, I'm At the end
2: of this, that might be the storyline. You, 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 have, you no.
1: have friendlies. You have the She yeah. Believes no. Cup, which really doesn't yeah. matter. It's an opportunity for for os to tinker and rotate players. And speaking, speaking of, uh, let's talk about the roster going into the She Believes Cup. Let's talk about the roster. Are there any surprises that stood out for you? Well, no Morgan Bryan, Bryan right? Um... Right, right No Morgan Bryan No Morgan that, Bryan that, 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 And no Lynn Williams Bryan. Those were two I mean, surprises for me. Anna Williams got a
0: cup of coffee. She got a few starts, but she didn't really produce when she was in the match. God ah, damn, dude! Tell me how you really
1: feel. You got it. That—that's a player with potential. She has speed, she has pace, yeah. and and you—and you, yeah. we've yeah. seen what happens when you put a player on the field with pace, a la Crystal Dunn. She gives opposing defenses problems. But do you start having Crystal Dunn at the back is a big mistake.
0: head of Alex Morgan, Kristen Perez, Mallory Pugh, and Megan Rapinoe.
1: You know, Alex morgan has been off the pace, let's be honest. I
0: agree.
1: She's been off the pace. Okay. I won't pull a Joe and say she's washed up, but you know it, it's. I mean, it, it, it she's trying to get she's no, I off the pace.
2: Hyperbotically like you do. All I was saying about the conf- about the crisis of personality is, at the end of this World Cup, when you start saying how many European teams are possessing, like the Japanese women were doing a while ago, when we're starting to realize the U.S. no longer has a giant forehead to where we could kick a ball to and we just head it in. You know, at a certain point. Are we going to go the way of the Carly Lloyd, where she can pass the ball, move around, and you have that center mid that like knows how to possess and move? Or are we going to keep trying to do this pacey winger, get the ball into a big forward? And not to say we even have that anymore, but it's just that France game, I just felt like there was no alternative. There was no moving the ball in the way that we see other teams moving the ball. And I don't, I'm not saying that right now we're going to have that conversation, but I think that could potentially be a storyline at the end of this World Cup. If we come against European teams and the Japanese teams that are possessing the ball, passing it, moving it into moving through the center of the field instead of wide and in. You know, when we're starting to see dynamic teams make crosses but also play the ball through the center, where where is that going to put us at the end of the day? So the we'll Sheep Leaves cup will be a good test ahead of the World up No, only because I... As much as I would like to think that they're going to bring it for everything, I feel like with this team, we're at a place where we... We're at a place where we're so close to the Women's World Cup that, like, any definitive statements of the future of the scene are going to have to be World Cup related. <laughs> she believes we could go in and smash it and kill everybody and still come out and not do well in the World Cup, right? So at the end of the day, I am holding all judgment until
3: the end of the Women's World Cup to see what really happens. <laughs> Did you know North Korea has the most women's U seventeen World Cups and they're the ones that knocked the United States out of this latest women's World Cup? North Korea, yeah. So
2: I'll tell you before before Yeah,
3: for the United States to get knocked out knocked out against North Korea for a youth kind of that's that's a you know, that does
1: not bewolf our youth program. The future of US soccer can be in these personally have
2: always liked the way the Asian women teams play, especially Japan. Because, as a Barca fan, I like a possession-based game. They were always smaller than everybody else, and so they used that strength, and they played the ball on the ground, they learned how to pass and move and everything, and that's a style of play that I don't see the U.S. women, I have not seen them
0: doing or adapting, and it's a problem. Speaking of uh, youth national teams, uh, is there a youth coaching crisis brewing for the U.S. men? They're down to two coaches at the youth national team level
1: right now. Very impressive what happened to Taub?
0: Chief Taub Ramos is still there. Okay. Uh, but uh, apart from that, uh, they don't have uh, a lot of positions filled.
3: I'm not too worried. I mean, You're not too
2: worried. They'll yeah. fill them. I don't see how they can. <laughs> I
1: mean, that would just be really silly. Yeah. Right. yeah. Okay, predictions for the She Believes Cup?
0: We'll win it all. We'll win it all. It's Brazil, England, and Japan, versus us. Round robin.
2: I mean, I feel like we've skipped a lot of the teams that we should be playing in the She Believes Cup. If we really wanted to test what this team could do, should be Netherlands. Should be France. Should be
0: England. Canada. No, oh, know. Canada.
4: Yeah.
0: Can- oh, Canada too. Yeah. 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 Canada's a sleeper. cell like, yeah. <laughs> definitely been sleeping on Canada. All right, well, let's let's switch over to the men uh, fully now. Um, we just ended the January camp and the friendlies against uh, Panama and Costa Rica. This was the first uh, bit of action for uh, new coach Greg Berhalter. How do you guys feel about the uh, the men's national team after this? Uh, the, I'm gonna I'm I'm victory I'm against
1: Panama. And, gonna, uh, the two nil victory. We're, uh, Costa Rica <laughs> okay so I, I would not be boasting about a comp, about a thorough win against Panama. My um, uh, no, uh, no, I'm just speaking in general terms. Um, nothing to write home about. Victor, uh, jury, yes. Uh, Greg Berhalter, jury's still out on this guy. You know, I, I know Will Parshman, friend of the pod. He wrote a glowing article in the Athletic about Greg Berhalter. I, I, or, or, or are we thinking of um, the guy in D.C.? What's his name? Refresh memory. Uh, it's it's an error and omission we'll have to address uh, at a later time. But so Will Parson wrote this piece, uh, publishing the Athletic about how Greg Burhalter offers something that Bruce Arena and your inclusion did not offer. Call us and, up. We'll, we'll be your friend. And what was the what, 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 what's he offering up? That's so groundbreaking, Dick. He's actually offering up
0: communication, Transparency, uh, picking players based on their roles, uh, and also having a solid tactical background. What a revelation! You know what? That's so, you know so revolutionary! You know what? Wow! The last coaches were Jurgen Klinsmann who said, Okay, guys, just do your thing out there without any kind of tactical instruction and having no kind of communication. Doing well, thank you. Know, you're thank you're yeah. yeah, you're good. What about that? I'll get to that later. It's alright. Right. And then also, So uh, having yeah no tactical plan and then Bruce
1: Arena who just went to the four four two and rely on old veteran players so
0: not old veteran players MLS-based players
2: hold on let's be honest Atlanta United plug number one also we won (laughs) just I I called it just (laughs) saying it hold on hold on hold on my problem with the US national team right now.
1: Um,
2: I feel like I feel like the it's tasty. I feel like Atlanta's back office is better at picking successive managers than the U.S. National Team as a federation and that's a problem because personally do I think jury's uh, sure still out on Borhalter but at the end
3: of the day I don't think he was the person. Like, Why did it take 13 months to select Greg Borhalter my question. Right? And, and
2: you want to know how long it took Atlanta to uh, it was not that. Much. Yeah, but let's be let's be honest. Okay,
1: we're, we're gonna come back to this topic, but I, I didn't get a word in regarding that. Frank DeBoer is not Tata Martino. You're gonna see a massive drop off in their performance. I don't think so.
2: I think you found a coach. You found a
3: coach that, that believes in the ball football
2: and not the we'll them But talk about.
3: is gone, right? We'll talk about. Yeah, but Piquet Martino. All right.
0: Yeah. 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 Okay.
1: Let's 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 let's, let's Man, let's so get. About you know, but Bear hold on. But but, I, I, but, but what Do you guys
0: think about the tactics that Bear Halter I don't think you
3: things? can hate on the results. I think he 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 did exactly what he said he was going to do, and the team played a very clean game. I you shut out two teams. Yeah, I mean you could call them like body bag games, or whatever you want. But they're conca cap opponents. And Costa Costa Rica, yeah. Us. Costa Rica's a rival, and I we dom- I'm not saying we we eked out a victory either. Like that was a pretty dominant two two dominant wins with. Our C kind of squad. Don't I? I w- you can't hate the result. You gotta respect what what he did, and it's more. Hopefully, it's more going forward. But, right. but what, do you, what
1: do you make of uh, Nick Lima's performance? Uh, man like of the match in kind of his, kind of, his kind of,
3: first cap. Yeah. Yep, yep.
1: Okay, that, that that was the one silver line of the Panama match. Nick Lima getting man of the match. Nick doing work on the pitch, but we 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 gotta. You think about that tackle, no. tackle and then the assist to Walker Zimmerman? Oh jeez, yeah. You know, but I, I will be. I'm remiss- not a man of the match. I'd be remiss, though, to not mention, okay, uh, you know, Joe wanted to talk about crises earlier. Let's talk about a genuine crisis with the U.S. men, the youth coaching crisis. We just mentioned
0: that a few minutes ago. Yeah. A segue back in the oh, so, yeah, man. Yeah, it's all That's just, genuine. genuine. Yeah, it is. It is. The fact that
3: wanted I wanted mean, to get that word in. We have two coaches, yeah. But I will say, they're something. talking Landon. Landon is a coach because he coached the U, uh, he coached the, the All-Star game, remember, when the uh, the homegrowns played Mexico's U-20, yeah, yeah. So, he's kind of like potentially throwing his hat to the ring as a coach. He, he know like he He's playing, yeah, indoor soccer now. So, but, see, yeah.
1: she actually mentioned Landon Donovan and you know what, I, I know I know, people at this table, maybe everybody's going to flip out when I say this, but
0: actually,
1: if it takes the Federation 13 months to bring in a Greg Berhalter, why does he bring in Landon Donovan? What do you have to lose? <laughs> I don't know. I, I mean, hell, I mean, Donovan couldn't be, he's not ready for that well, national, national team level. like. Is. So that would
2: be Keystone they're, they're Cops they're type they're shit. Then they bring Donald Trump. <laughs> 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 Yo, but like, the, the thing is though, it's like... When you're talk, I will say the thing that I'm positive about right now is I think we are starting to see Jurgen's suggestion come through. There are a lot more U.S. youth playing internationally now
0: than there were yeah. a, year ago, yeah. a year ago. Yeah, yeah. You know? We're going to recap their days. Um, McKinney had a great
3: game uh, today. He got his first assist. Uh, yeah. No, Adams had an assist. Oh, is that right? Yeah. yeah. I mean, I think
2: you're starting to see U.S. exports being viewed as just regular players. Yeah. As opposed to U.S. players, right. you know? And so, I think there, was, there, is, it is. there was a time where you had the Clint Dempsey and Landers and they were U.S. players. Right. Now you have your Westing, your as your you know, Ballistics, all of them, and, and they're just players. They're, they're doing well for their teams, and, and I think that's a
1: that's a very positive note for the future of the men's national team.
4: Everything else,
1: I'm like whatever. I'm gonna cut right to it. The acid test with the gold cup this summer. I mean, if, if we want to, if, if we want greater clarity in terms of where this team's heading with Greg Burrell. Let's see what they do With the Gold cup know, You know what My asset test is If we go to the Gold cup Actual competitive competition Who does he bring Does he bring the new youth Or is
2: he bringing The old people That we used to have And like you know like Joe it doesn't matter They, you know, they have to win
4: it
1: They
3: have to win it
4: They got to bring a combination Between
3: youth and youth If Berhalter brings Michael Bradley That's all I need to know <laughs> oh, If, if
1: Bradley's coming I'm, done. Yeah, I'm, done. I'm done. Yeah. At the same time
4: Bradley
0: <laughs> featured In the Panama match And when he's Kept in that Defensive midfield the role he can actually do well when he's shoehorned into this, like he's going to be our number ten because he's Michael Bradley. It's like
1: that so. Is so, 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 so. Looking ahead of the Gold Cup, one of two things are going to happen: either the team's going to win it all, or they're going to come up against Mexico with Tata at the helm and they're going to get waxed. Look, as long as Demarcus Beasley is still on the team, I'm okay.
3: <laughs> am I the only one that thinks left back is probably one of the most important positions on the pitch? Yeah. It right right
2: right like, depends on who you. Who you Playing. I mean, yeah, I mean,
3: so many so many great players are right-footed, and you need to have that left back to be able to, to guard against those right-footed players. <laughs> and, I mean, I, joke,
2: I am impressed by DeMarcus Beasley's longevity, but there have been times where I forgot about him and then I saw him on the U.S. men's national team roster. Yeah. Like,
1: what? And like, yeah. we all we all, we all know what he has to thank for the longevity, right? right. I don't I
0: don't think he's coming back. Though. So, <laughs> <let's> <laughs> talk about I think that. I know what you're talking about. What do you guys think about Kellen Acosta not making the uh, the squad for these? January camps. I think I think the
2: reason he didn't make that spot is because the January camps are bullshit. Um, I think Colin Acosta should make any appropriate like proper squad, and I think yeah, like complete nonsense. Let's read the quote that Greg actually provided about why in
0: particular he didn't take Kellen Acosta, and see if this makes any sense. So. Uh, so, the great player Halter says that we had Acosta playing a position that he has competition in. We felt at the time that he has other guys in this position that are better suited to play the role than he was. Having said that, and I spoke very clearly to him, that doesn't mean that his fate has sealed the national team. But he can do this, you know, one slice at a time. You know, Bo has things he can work on to get back in What's season. he smoking? Yeah, wow. I mean, so, don't forget that Kelly Acosta was traded to uh, Colorado Rapids last year, and did not have the season that we're used to him having with FC Dallas or with uh, Colorado before that. So if he's struggling domestically... Why does he have an assured spot with the Nationals? Well, I, I think the thing with Kellen Acosta
2: is when you pair him with a Polisic, when you pair him with um, any one of the other players like that like a Nagy, all the newer players, Kellen Acosta does well. I think he does very well. Um, I think he is a new age type player that fits in that
0: spot if you have him with the right people. At the same time, he's not nearly as tidy at the ball as these other guys. I mean, the last uh, qualifiers he played with uh, under. Your uh um <laughs> arena. <laughs> He didn't look nearly as good as he did in the first field. Uh, he just kind of lost the ball wasn't able to keep it. Uh, so I'm okay with this. if it, it, it actually means that Berhalter is evaluating players for a certain role and position, right? Instead of just, I'm going to have, you know, uh, uh, what's his name, uh, Bedoya running around because he's one of our good guys and I need
4: him in there. I mean, we'll see. I mean,
0: I think Calvin Costa is one for the future. I think, I think he has the skills and ability win a transfer to Europe I mean he's got to be
3: he's 26 now no he's 23 I just looked at yeah so you think Camp Cupcake you think young players so
1: Acosta would be Acosta would be okay and Dan to underscore the meaningless nature of January Camp it's called Camp Cupcake. Cupcake
2: like, well, and What's the point? So that's the thing, right? That's the thing. That's why I said it's bullshit because I don't know. Like... Okay, who played? Who cares, right? It's one of those things where it's like, it just
0: does not actually matter. So let's think of, okay, so realistically, what are the goals that the U.S. should have in these January yeah. right games, right? It's maybe just to identify one to two to three players domestically who could maybe come in and fill a role for the national team, them. right? Because you're not calling any your, for this. If you're not going yeah, like your heavy hitters, yeah. you just want to have like one or two or three role players who possibly could step in later on. Did the U.S. accomplish that? I mean, only Berhalter
2: is going to tell, right? Like At the end of the well, day, who's got first? You know, Mike, look, looks, honestly, you know pop- Nick Lima did. Uh, the, anyone else? So the problem Walker with the Zimmer. January so I, Edelman, I, I, I My, my Legette, problem with the January Legette, yeah. finals or the, the January Camp Cupcake? Arreola? My problem with, yeah, with, with, with assessing are right now, <laughs> is we simply do not know what influence the Federation has on his coaching, on his team selection. We don't know where he's at, right? He can get to the Gold Cup and get... Like, he can bring back Lyndon Donovan for all I fucking can. You know? Like, that's the thing. We don't <laughs> as know. As long it's, as it's one results. No, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying that I want that. What I'm saying is we don't know because we've had a couple of managers recently that have relied so... And the U.S., we've talked about this here. For so long, the U.S. is so traditionally reliant on our veterans yeah. that we we cannot make any assessments on Berhalter right now. So, personally, Camp Cupcake, I don't care. It's just like one of those things that happened. I saw, I looked at it when it first came up and I was like, who's going? Realized a lot of people I cared about weren't going. And I was like, fuck it, it
0: doesn't matter. Well, let's just say that he did have young American players, young MLS players in there. One of them who featured was uh, Jonathan Lewis from NYC. FC, yeah. Yeah. And he had two assists over the course of these two games. He looked like he could sub in and make a difference.
3: Yeah. And I wouldn't be. I think he's a bench player for NYCFC that's too. That's that's, that's, that's the crazy thing. Yeah. And if, if he's a he's to, a really good player who's uh, playing but, on the bench. Right, right.
0: <laughs> and Dominic Trump was yeah. interviewed and saying like, "Are you going to feature him now that he's had a yeah. good January camp?" he said, like, "Well, you know, he has a chance to win more playing time, but yeah. it's not
3: the middle." But but we're all, all to recognize great. that talent, like. Right credit to Burhalter for like hey this kid can play even though he's off the bench at this club look, look what he can do um,
0: yeah. Yeah.
3: Uh, if he was RSL uh, and, and, you know, and, and, and Stanford and, and,
1: and Berlin Game Dragons and as a, as a, as a, as a footnote gentlemen uh, as I'm not on this pretzel with slime and cheese here Sebastian, is it legit? Legit, yeah. Legit, yeah. uh, personal friend of one of my cousins, so okay. maybe we can see what we do about getting him on the pod. It
0: was yeah. great to see him score a goal in Avaya after you know, having a hometown. A, yeah, yeah. A, his hometown, and also having a, an injury yeah. last time he played here. He, gets, he played uh, against Honduras I think, in the World Cup qualifier, right?
1: Yes. And that's when he got hurt. Dan, you were at the match, day. no? Yes. Uh, and uh, g- g- give give us your take on the on the vibe uh, for, for the match in Avaya. Uh,
3: it was very, I mean,
1: legit. You could tell
3: he was happy to score because it meant he was back uh, after injury Uh, almost cried I think which is you know nice for a player who's you know slow return to, to prominence I think I think it is Camp Cupcake it is you know friendlies. But it was very positive, for the most part, and you can't knock that. So,
0: so let's, uh, let's segue into um, MLS here for a little bit. Um, this was an off-season of some big changes, right? We had Alfonso Davies completing the sale to, to Bayern. We had Tyler Adams moving to uh, Red Bull Leipzig. We had Miguel Amaron, You know, after all kinds of speculation, completing a move to Newcastle for 27 million pounds. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then, kind of, he made his uh, first appearance uh, over the past week, I believe. Yeah, he looked all right. Um, he looked pretty good. Yeah. Almost got involved in a goal. Yeah. So. Is it, I, mean, I think there's a lot of teams that need to bring in some fresh blood or needed to make some moves in order to stay uh, stay on top of things. But one team that didn't, after losing David Villa, uh to a Japanese team, um, what are they relying on now? It seems like they're relying on their, their youth now, with uh, maybe Lewis and then also signing some homegrown. Yeah. But they didn't bring in a big replacement
3: it's NYCFC it's you know they got
1: they got money I'm sure they'll they'll they're also very much in a rebuilding phase so they're in it for the long haul so the fact that they make a splash in the off season didn't really surprise me you know they're gonna go with the youth which is admirable I mean you wanna it might bear fruit Maybe
3: Pirlo has one more year left in him. (laughs) Yeah, I'm just kidding. (laughs) Right?
0: You have to wonder though. Villa was instrumental in getting this team uh, to seem legitimate, even though they play in a baseball stadium. Without him, you have to wonder how many years they have before they have to, you know, find a stadium. Find this real stadium. Yeah. So uh, I think that remains to be seen. Um. They rumored to be signing the Polish extra-class top-score Spanish striker Carlitos,
1: but I don't now that's uh, a name. Now, was the consequence to your Polish heritage you had to represent on the show?
0: I certainly did. <laughs> <laughs> I certainly did. All right, let's talk about uh, uh, FC Cincinnati. The first season in MLS,
3: how good do you think they'll be? The question is, are they going to be better than the Quakes? Because the Quakes finished last. And FC Cincinnati, they're coming into the league, and they get the number one overall pick uh, with the draft. And they got a shit ton of draft picks. Too. Yeah, they got a lot of draft picks. Sign them all. Yeah, they have two former Quakes, Evan Newton and Fatih Larche. Right. So I'm. They also signed Kakuta Mane and they have
0: Fernando
3: Yeah. Yeah. So that's yeah, well. that's that's my kind of litmus test: is are the Quakes good enough to compete? Well, can they? Beat an expansion team coming into the league, but I mean,
0: who do you think will be better, Minnesota United or FC Cincinnati? For uh, us,
3: I want to say FC Cincinnati. Oh wow, okay.
1: Because I mean, uh, Minnesota had to do a lot of restructuring too. Yeah, they but I think the difference team. was the difference is with FC Cincinnati, they had the following mm-hmm. even from their USL days. Right having been to Nippert Stadium where they play on the UC campus where the soccer chick went that's your uh, alma mater uh, talking to the coaching staff a well, person on the coaching staff they have the underpinnings to make some noise to be competitive they will not be bottom dwellers. Here's the question. No. Here's the question.
2: How many ex-European uh, uh, team runners did they get? That's a good question. Do they do they have any Darren Arrows over there? No, no, not anymore. Oh, that's weird. No. Um, did they get any any ex-U.S. Uh, national team? Uh,
0: Who? Minnesota or Cincinnati? Both. Cincinnati? Both. Both. Yeah. Uh, actually, uh, so the big move for Minnesota was bringing. In, like, oh, I don't R- mean players. I mean uh, oh, back office. Back
4: office. Back office? No, look, they listen, still listen. Deep, you know the
0: former uh, Orlando City coach. So I mean, look, I think. I don't think going to the, go the test of any
2: expansion team at this point, and again, number two or three, I guess, if you count it. Atlanta, plug
1: number three.
0: Listen
1: to this smug Atlanta United fan. Look, listen, <laughs> listen, listen, listen. Every listen, time you time mention, no, mention Atlanta United, take a drink. Listen, know, right? we'll get <laughs> That's there. It. New keep rule. On, keep
0: on. Yeah. All right. All Sorry, moving on. Moving you, no, hold on, hold on,
2: hold on, hold on. Let me finish the point. <laughs> what I'm saying is if you're an expansion team and you're not taking, following that example and 100% replicating that playbook, you're fucking up. But I say that because of the fact that from a grassroots perspective, you have to understand at this point, Atlanta United is a soccer team is bigger or okay it's not bigger I'm not going to say it but it's getting to a point
0: where yeah yeah I know thanks for reporting
2: uh, we're yeah, yeah. getting to a point where if, if we if we do this <laughs> if we do this proper which we we wait, look like we have this who's agree. but I thought we are talking about that later if we run this dynasty the I way we will
4: know
2: how many years you guys want to hold on hang on a second hey, time sure. out Okay, so time wait, out wait, Joe that's it that's it uh, chug that because dynasty, dynasty. come on let's go do you, do you want? Do you want to know why I say dynasty? <laughs> Same back office, Frank de Boer, Dutch coach, coming in for Tata knows the playing style, knows the system, knows the take the ball, pass the ball system. One, two, Piti Martinez. We just
1: drafted. We're gonna talk about him. I mean, but about? we're talking. Okay, about okay. Let me say. All I'm saying is, wait. Didn't Frank de get shit canned from a European club? Listen, we well, showed Tata Martinez. No, but we're gonna. Exactly. Have, we're, 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 exactly. we're gonna, yeah, we're gonna, end we're end gonna have, have Dan look that up.
2: So, LA... All I'm saying is, if you're an expansion team and you're not taking this example, you're fucking up. Fair enough.
0: Every
3: well, expansion
2: Lenny, team... Uh, Crystal Palace was his last couple, squad. Years. No, that's not what I'm saying, because we have a dynasty, you know? What, what I'm saying is, that. every expansion team now, just, should
1: make these types of moves. Okay, but as a counterpoint to what you're saying, out. though, okay, it is worth mentioning that Frank DeBoer, he didn't last a season at Inter Milan, nor Crystal Palace. But he's going to continue the, uh, A dynasty But we also okay. know That the MLS Is a different story Frank DeBoer
2: But the, 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 the last wait, game wait, Has wait, wait. changed markedly Since Tell he's me something who's, who's Which Did uh, Cincinnati's coach Coach Inter Milan Did they get an opportunity At Crystal Palace So that's what I'm saying Right Like at least he got The opportunity Before, before The opportunities Look you, Think about it What's his name David Moyes Coach Manchester United Sucked at Manchester United But David Moyes Has more Yeah but At the same time, he has more clout as a coach than 90% of the MLS coaches. Is he coaching? Is he coaching now? Yeah, he's coaching now. I don't know what David Morris is doing. He's not not coaching now. i keep up with David Morris. He's not coaching now. To subscribe so, to that so, so 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 all and, of on ATL will
0: be nothing but.
1: Yeah, you. so yes, yeah, no, 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 so to your point, them. to your point, he has clout, but he's not coaching; he's unemployed. Tell me something. Tell me something. Will
2: people know Caleb Porter on the world stage or David Moyes? Tell me that. Hey, but, hey, but wants
0: to force a trade. Don't Congress. even and talk to me about boy, that because that no, no, that's, that's, that's some I dumb sense shit. That's some dumb shit. But okay, so Atlanta was about to join LA Galaxy and having the trouble Having four designated players on the roster, but they were able to sell uh, Miguel Amarón for the beginning of the season. LA was not so fortunate. Giovanni Dos Santos blocked the transfer overseas, and so now LA is trying to restructure his contract so that he's not counted as
3: They're a. They're going to tam him down?
0: Players. Yeah, you, yeah but but
1: actually, it's funny you mentioned Dos Santos because the other LA club, Carlos Bella. You know who was interested in him in the offseason? Who just lost to the San Jose Earthquakes, by the way. Yeah, so yeah, Barcelona <laughs> was interested in uh, the yeah. winter transfer window. Right, yeah, right. They wanted to bring him in. Yeah.
0: But anything uh, enough about those enough about those, uh, skin Galaxy. Uh,
1: <laughs>
0: so let's talk about the Concacaf Champions League this year. So we move over the bracket a little bit here. In the opening round, we have uh, Alianza Monterey. Uh Ano and Atlanta United. So Atlanta, if they beat Verde this has got
3: to be the year that MLS an MLS team wins Concacaf, right? Yeah. Atlanta have United has so
0: five MLS teams. in up? What's was What's up? What's up? I will drink to that. It won't happen. It won't happen. Like the MLS, MLS soccer teams
4: Should we'll defeat be better. Yes, we have to be realistic and accept that uh, Mexican clubs are way better.
1: They're deeper. deeper. Yes. I'm
4: not Mexican myself, but I, ac- I accept
3: that the Mexican soccer it's way better than a whole Concacaf team. A I think one of the reasons area. why too Mexico starts their season earlier than a lot of MLS teams, and that's when the Concacaf semifinals and finals are happening, with um, you know it's towards the in that March, April, May kind of window. So the Mexican teams have been gelling a little bit more than a lot of the MLS counterparts, and I think that's why they're able to succeed much more. Top of the bottom, they're Good. able to spend more on their roster, too. That's true, too, yeah. Yeah, when you got, like, a Club America itself, who's, just yeah. Like mm-hmm. It's just, it just more like, you know, it's focused it's, it's,
4: it's more it's on the <laughs> players, you know, like, you know so... Yeah. Yeah, I mean, Last
0: uh, yeah. yeah. season was the closest that it, uh, it's ever come. Uh, the final was fairly close, I believe. Um What's it was it? Toronto? No, it was, was it Toronto? Yeah, it Toronto,
3: Toronto and um, Chivas. Was it Chivas Metropolitano? Yeah, 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 yeah. It was Chivas because that's yeah.
0: what won El the Taka uh, Coach of the Year. Yeah, uh-huh. right. uh Right. And Red Bulls almost got through, but uh, their, their uh, yeah, chiefest uh-huh. defense was, uh, yeah. yeah. So, uh, to go through the bracket fully, uh, so I mentioned Monterrey Alianza, Guerrino, Atlanta United, independent. Independiente versus Toronto FC, Sporting Kansas City versus Toluca. So, if Sporting Kansas City can get through Toluca, it could be Toronto versus SKC. See you know, that uh, quarter funding. So that
3: would be an automatic MLS yeah, we'll, yeah, through. So the sun, yeah. I was
0: going to tell you guys. Hold so on, let me get through the rest here. Uh, Wasatoya versus Houston Dynamo. Dynamo's so out. Versus Tigres, uh, From Mexico Mexico. <laughs> <laughs> Atlético and Toja uh, versus New York Red Bulls. I think Red Bulls, because uh, I think Pentola uh, I don't recognize them. It's Panamanian. Panamanian Okay, yeah. I think I think they're gonna get through it. versus uh,
1: Santos Laguna. So some interesting matchups at least in the quarterfinals uh, wrapping up, up Santos up. Laguna's gonna win it all. You think so? Oh yeah. Strong club. Is that because you're a fan? A call, right? that, that's yeah. that's a messing club. Wait, who is the of play again? Who who's your club in Mexico?
3: So who's the Lando Flags
4: Meridiano from uh Honduras? Uh, but, um I like uh, Costa Rica. Just,
1: you know, America, the
4: Chivas. Strike
1: uh, one, strike two, keep going. <laughs> strike three.
4: Guerrero, <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> Hey, they have a history of American players doing well. So here's, here's the thing. have they won today? Have they won something? The Basura, yeah. So.
2: So something, right? If I'm not mistaken, this is the Atlanta United time, right? Like yeah, I can talk about academy. Great, <laughs> you guys both on my you
4: guys I go took a, a giant
2: boat. Now I can regale you with our with our uh, with our all season uh, journey. So tell me about this. So sing me the song of your people. I got you. I took the beer. So the boys lost our number ten, Miguel Amaron.
3: The tales of his glory were well sung. It was sad. By the way, I love their um, their fusion. You, you oh, that, that shit was so amazing. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh, yeah, Joseph, Martinez. Uh, Joseph and Martinez. and Martinez, um, anytime they teamed up for a goal, yeah, they, they would do the, that. the Dragon Ball fusion oh, yeah. dance. Yeah. Amazing. So yeah. <laughs> the thing was, the question
2: was, were we going to keep Martinez? We did keep Martinez. That was key. We who's lose
3: Amaran. He's going to win another Golden Boot, by the way. Oh, yeah,
2: no, of course. Yeah. We lose Algarve. That guy's so good.
3: And what happens? Mar- Joseph Martinez. Joseph? No, he's going to win the Golden Boot. He will. He will. I am yeah. singing the song of my people, too. <laughs> <laughs> who's going who's gonna to <laughs> compete?
4: Wow,
2: he had two great seasons. Anyway, so we lose Amaran. And who do we pick up? none other than the South American Player of the Year Pitti Martinez what kind of a move is that how do you go like Who?
1: which other MLS team is making these moves money moves it's anyway. a, no it's a lateral move you, you, no, no, you bring in one South American player for another. Yes, but at, the same, but at the same,
2: but at the same time, you're losing one great number ten. You're getting another great number ten. How's he doing in the prem
1: right now? Oh, I'm Amar- yeah. he almost had a hand in a goal. The is almost. <laughs> yeah, but like it wasn't. It, what are you? It was his first game. Okay, Get but okay, but one match I, he's he, already he, getting his ass handed to him. What are you, you know, talking about? He's getting his uh, I, you know a what? Physical I, league. I
2: will not play this up. game. I will not play this game. I'm singing the song of my people. Anyway, Piti Martinez comes in. The wrong one. He's looking fantastic in, in preseason. Frank we lose Tata Martino, our, our talisman, our helm. And we get Frank Deborah, who is who has a pedigree. You know, you get a manager
1: with a pedigree, which is something that No, no, we, got, so we, we, we got Dan with a counterpoint here. There's a headline... Miguel Amaran,
3: Amaran struggles to make Mark in friendly, like, <laughs> ten hours ago. In <laughs> a
2: friendly? Come on, bro. Let's not... Here, here we go with these
1: dudes. Here's the
2: thing. I will tell you, Newcastle fans and people who were there oh, he thought he did very well in his first game. Okay. So, that's his name. That's him. So first that's game, game. all that matters. I, I don't have any, but he's not us anymore, so I don't care. I'm, I'm talking here. about the United, <laughs> United right now. The Dude, he's first look, I will tell you because Omar will go down as an MLS. Almost, I mean, he played very well in the MLS for what one season. And that's a official yeah. record no, for you
0: transfer. You know, yeah, he goes down. He's he's got his name as a legend I mean, history already in MLS in terms of the progression of the league going from whatever league we were to a, to we're a selling gonna league, when that's kind like, of recounted, you'll be able to watch exactly. And, and I'm going to tell you,
2: Miguel Almiron's success at Newcastle has nothing to do with Atlanta United success <laughs> moving forward. What I'm saying is... <laughs> <laughs> I'm saying is we lost one great player, in our team made a big move to get another South American. I do I can I, I do not know other than LAFC. I don't know many MLS teams that are getting these big name South Americans coming through as 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 we are. So uh, another team that's uh, involved in CCL
0: that lost you're still hold on hold on, still, hold on. on? Hold on. on? all right okay. For we have a Pogba. We have a Pogba yeah. yeah. playing oh. defense <laughs>
2: for us. I mean, and all I'm saying is I said this. Beginning of last season. I said uh, Atlanta United because the Dollars are not big. I said we we're gonna win. We're gonna talk about Hold on, hold on. I said we we're gonna win and we won. I'm gonna tell you, this team has dynasty. It has repeat on its mind. Arthur Blank is down, the front office is down, we've made the moves in the off-season. Marco's looking fucking great. I think we're going to have another... If, it, if we don't win it again, it's going to be a deeper run than anybody
0: else. Do you think that uh, the style of play is going to change a little bit because Almiron was really pacey and Petey Martinez is not? I, I think
2: the thing that we got with Almoron, the paciness is great, but I think Petey still has the mentality of a great, great goal-setter upper. All right. He's great in tight spaces too, and it's a powerful shot. Yeah, and so I think when they get flowing together, it will be fine. I think getting Piti over Almiron. It was a loss for, for Martinez losing Alvaro, but I think is gonna need another player that, they talk the same language, you know? It's just, I mean, they're both Martinez's, you know? I, at the end of the day, I don't think you could've done, like, if we went out and got like a Michael Bradley to replace Alvaro, that's a dumb move. But like, we've made smart moves, and this team, if you're not gonna appreciate them for anything, you have to appreciate the organization, the back office this team has to be making these types of moves. Yeah. Wait. So
1: a second ago, yeah. you the You said front office. I said back office. What? What? Right. What did
0: you say? Same thing. Same thing. Uh, so another. Speaking of Michael Bradley's team, Front OC, losing Sebastian Javinko. From- this off season, because uh, Javinko wanted a boatload of money, Toronto did not want to pay it. Uh, uh, sorry, ass yes, he certainly did. He's an Al Halal from like cars or something. Like like yeah, yeah. It's, it's, uh,
1: but sorry, Sammy, I'm one word: paycheck. Follow us, paycheck. Yeah. yeah. Well, I think yeah.
2: he also realized that um Altador was just nonsense, and he couldn't yeah. play with him anymore. Yeah. Well, and Michael Bradley was also nonsense. So imagine Javico
4: was like, you know what? This is trash. Yeah but and Team Altador was like.
3: All I'm saying I would get tired as fuck Playing with Altidore I, And Michael Bradley I still don't understand How you have Josie Altidore And Michael Bradley On the same team Underperforming Every single year And yet they both Still get call ups Every single year It's like you guys Are playing in MLS And you guys suck in MLS But yet you're still Getting called up To the national team like, so, How does that happen?
0: Yeah. Well, our striker depth is terrible. Who else do you bring in as the real trap? So, I mean, uh, anyways, moving on from that. So, they just signed Terrence Boyd Toronto Toronto FCB. Yeah. So, Terrence Boyd, another uh, U.S. Uh, dual national player who uh, um, had a bunch of call-ups the European Klinsmann until he had a series of injuries, kind of dropped off you know, the national team picture. Um, he's been doing um, fairly well uh, in, in the uh, Bundesliga recently, uh, now that he's healthy, uh, but he's uh, coming over. Do you guys think that this is a good move for Toronto FC? Do you think that they'll uh, be a contender this year? Do they you think they'll go far in the uh, who the, the, who the, who the Who the
1: hell is Terrence Boyd? <laughs> no, I'm, 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 I'm being facetious. I'll, I'll say this much about Toronto FC. And regardless who they bring in, they're gonna have a deeper player front than Atlanta FC. Oh wow. He is, you heard it. You heard it here first. <laughs> he is he is
3: Jermaine Jones two point oh? Uh, Jermaine Jones two yeah. right. oh. All right. You slay
1: me. No, hey. I'm laying down the marker. What is your? What is your? What is
3: Jermaine, your? Jermaine
1: is defensive Jermaine doesn't an offensive. That is an offensive. You know, c- considering how but, MLS is structured. With uh, target allocation money and whatnot, I think it's really difficult to actually establish a dynasty. Given the fo- given the playoff in format, MLS, there's never been a dynasty. Okay, hold on, hold on. Let me finish. All right, given the playoff given the playoff format, it's difficult for dynasty to be established. Except if you're you, you, like you, 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 you had you had a ta- you had a talismanic player in Miguel Amidon leave. And you are telling me, Piti Martinez is not. It's, it's, it's oh, not a, li- it's a it's not it's not a like for like. Not for life. But tell
2: me, but tell me, you're wearing a Boca Junior shirt. I am. Are you trying to tell me you never saw Piti Martinez and went, yo, that's a good player. Different like, style, different style of play. I'm tell tell me this. Do you think tell South? No, do parents. you think Do you think South American the the league? The Argentinian league that Pitti Martinez played in, do you think it's better than the MLS player-wise? Yes, 100%. Uh, of course. Oh. No, no. no. I-, I want him to say it. I want him to say it.
1: Okay, is Argentina you can better the That's not the focus MLS. of the conversation, though. No, uh, but, I started talking about how TFC no, because have a new platform. Are you talking so, about no, Argentina league? Talk-
2: No, what I'm talking about is because getting the best player in
0: the Argentinian league, not just the Argentinian league, but let's define best. That's subjective. Bringing him over. First leg of the Copa Libertadores final, those are in the ass game, I gotta say. All
2: I'm trying to say is the basis for the which you're making your statement, First in play, which yeah. you're saying Atlanta won. Well, I mean, it was it was end to end. They're not they gonna keep the ball. I will tell you. It was I think. But it was like, it was I think the goal. only team that beats Atlanta United this year is Atlanta United. I think what? that's where we're at. I don't Green, think. Green, you know, so, so, out, yeah, you yeah, just
0: yeah, said it twice you. in a row. All right. So got, no, no, no. Prove me wrong. Keep, keep, Who's better? Keep, 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 keep drinking. Anyway. Uh, Toronto FC. Josie No. is the last year of his contract. Do you think he has a good year? No.
1: Has he had a good year at all
0: in MLS? You know what? Actually, actually, actually he might have a fantastic year
2: because he might do the A ride effect, where on your on your on your contract year, you have the best year, so you get a bigger contract. Because he's juiced. And, and then you fuck up for like. Because he's juiced. You're not wrong. You're not wrong about that. All I'm trying to say is, actually, it's not even just the just the uh, just the A Rod. I think it's most Yankees players, where they do this thing where it's their contract year, they blow out a year, have the best year,
0: have the best year, and then shit for like three more years. Are not not athletes. All right, so we gotta we gotta move on. Let's talk ways. No, no, hold on. We got a couple things. We have to fill out the Champions League. SKC picked up Kellen Rowe from the New England Revolution. Good move for him.
3: Gotta be. Yeah, I totally. Yeah, we're I, not using it properly. Yeah, no, that's.
0: We oh. are uh the Red Bulls will stay relevant without Adams? Mm-hmm.
3: I think, oh, I think as long as Red Bulls have Brotherhood Phillips, they're going to be okay. They signed a young
0: uh, Danish uh, attacker, uh, maybe thinking that the uh, Lake Phillips era is coming to a close, this is uh, Matthias uh, Jorgensen and, uh, you know, folks are talking about it being similar to bringing in Kaku. you know, so like a younger like attacking player, uh, but, I don't know, I guess we'll be way to be seeing
3: like with any young player he still needs to develop Um, I think I was gonna say like I think Sporting Kansas City is probably gonna be the team to beat this year Peter Vermees like knows how to get the most out of his players he got passed over for the national team job which I think was maybe could have been a mistake I don't know but he knows players. He knows he's the scouting. He, he scouts his players. He coaches his players. He does everything. So
0: if you're not going to make a splash in MLS, if you're going to focus on higher-paid players, yeah. you have to do it the Sporting Kansas City way. Yeah. They got a boatload of allocation money by trading away Igo Para. Yeah, and they can
3: use it to buy down someone like Kelmorow or someone else. Yeah, and they, and Dom Dwyer too. Right. Like they, yeah, they they play money ball the way it should be played right. in MLS. Right. Yeah. Houston
0: Dynamo. Any chance at all? In CC-
4: yeah. Yes?
1: Yeah, they have I'm not a be- I'm not a believer in Houston. Yes, please. Oh. Thank you, Sammy. Thank you, Sammy. Can I
3: have
4: I
1: don't know what happy you guys have
3: Oh yeah uh, So we have that uh, yeah,
1: flambé That's like a Hawaiian yeah. pizza Maybe some sausage What are the sauces
3: Cut up sausage so let, let, continue let, Let's yeah. just Let's just Shoot uh, a, a dying and I'll Houston
1: a, a celebrator. Houston's a good team
3: I don't think they're going to go far In Cocky Cup. I think they were lucky To get into Houston, Cocky Calf To begin with And
0: So he's talking about Albert Ellis You have to wonder how Happy Ellis no, is going to this year because he tried to move to Europe last yeah. season yeah. and Woo! he wasn't able to go through. Yeah. Okay, so, so it's a, it's, a, it's a bit, a a bit of a,
1: a, little a little control chaos start. here yeah, with our start. podcast.
3: <laughs> <laughs> this is what happens when you've had <laughs> and pints and liters of beer and you're oh, like, <laughs> oh, speak for yourself, dude.
2: <laughs> Look, listen, at least we're not slurring our words. We've been there before. <laughs>
4: so, you know, he's one of uh, right now. Overseas, yes. From overseas, you know, he's one of the best players overseas that we have from Honduras. Mm-hmm. So you
3: know, he's worked on many You know, transfer from uh, Olympia, to the Eastern Animal, then got Daniel Miquel, and we have so many. You know, Are here. you a Dynamo fan? No,
4: I'm not. I'm, uh, he's Honduran. He's an Unlu fan. Uh, uh, yeah. I'm yeah. okay. uh, from I'm raising LA, so LA Galaxy fans. Ah.
3: Okay. So, uh, uh. Oh, uh, I, I wish he said galaxy. that beforehand. Can we talk about
4: <laughs> we this? About Can we <laughs> talk about this? No, we didn't.
1: He was on. in his AUSC, uh, uh, AUSC, AUSC fog.
2: Hold on, hold on. Question. How do you feel about the Galaxy making a statue for uh, oh, David yes. Beckham, but not Lennon Donovan? How oh. do you feel about I
4: mean, it's a tough question. <laughs>
3: Not to say they won't make it Landon Donovan statue. Oh, you're right, you're right. But yeah. who should have who been, been first? It. Yeah. Who should have been first? Yeah, Landon.
4: of course. Yeah. Yeah. You know, maybe.
2: was there. He was there. He, he was brought them he he MLS team. Cups. Yeah. When he was well, playing. he yeah. made that team the team that could get a David Beckham. But at the end yeah. day nowadays, money
4: talks. Money talks, and I'm pretty sure David Beckham
3: he's America, Mr. Posh right? Spice <laughs> 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 he's way bigger than any any, any any MLS
4: player at the moment
2: yeah. Yeah. So, at the time yeah. at I'm the time not, I'm not saying yeah. he's not my, my problem no, is loyalty right
1: my
3: problem yeah you, you got I mean you got a lot of good MLS players that have come in since Beckham
2: yeah, Robbie Keane Was would probably be a better yeah Robbie. Situation Robbie Keane like,
3: yeah. uh, probably scored twice as many goals as Beckham from what I remember. Not even probably. he yeah. did yeah. score. Twice yeah, I many I mean, all he
2: did. Positions. It is, but yeah. I think I feel like I feel like LA made this stature decision to like
3: back Yeah, to I feel
2: like I feel like, yeah. like, I feel like LA.
3: Davi via Seba. I, feel, I like feel like LA made this. Sebastian Strasser. The way Real Madrid makes their player decisions.
4: How
2: good does he look? <laughs> well, who's, well, I'm saying like I think Real. <laughs> I, I don't know like. Real Madrid. You know Real Madrid. Are so, talking about Real Madrid with the on No, I'm saying Real Madrid didn't sign Ronaldinho because they didn't look that good. Like, they make the player decisions based on how
1: good a player is. Okay, okay, so, Dick, let me let get, get this straight. straight. Uh, uh, I, I, I so use the restroom, I come, <laughs> I come back. What the hell's going on here? We're talking about the statue that LA Galaxy's making for David Beckham <laughs> over Lennon Donovan. Yes. Well, you know what? We need to talk Quakes. Fuck the Galaxy. or right, let's move on the Quakes. Quakes time. Quakes time. Quakes time. Quakes time. I can't talk shit.
4: The guys a great play, uh, yeah. Valenius, so, Legend. So, Legend. So, don't forget Marvin Chavez I mean, as well. Marvín. I, mean. I, mean, like so, I did like how you guys did though, but, you know.
3: Victor? I don't appreciate oh. how we did... Oh, yeah, Victor, Marvin? Yeah. Thank you. No, he, he should have played last year. But didn't, they yeah. didn't give him a contract last year. Know, and the Quakes paid the know, price. Yeah. yeah. Like
1: they yeah. were the worst defense in the league. gentlemen? Toasting one more time. Here's, here's to the Quakes that winning it all. Yeah, <laughs> i supposed to drink so that. that right? yeah, <laughs> give me something I could drink. too. Totally. Holy shit! Landon
2: Donovan had 112 goals for the Galaxy. David Beckham had 18. 18.
1: Yeah. I mean.
0: I mean, you know, 18 goals
1: versus 100, 100 So, 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 Dick, wow. uh, who are our listeners about Almeida being in the news? Well, like, well, what, how's he making his mark in so, the club?
0: Matias Almeida has been in the news more than the Quakes have, let's say. So he's been, <laughs> been interviewed multiple times. Yeah. I think that
4: was the worst decision that the team has made. Let him go.
3: Yes. 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 Robbie Keane. Well, yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah. That guy was just a goal scoring machine. Every time. Exactly. And he only played like five or six. Okay, so games. so we have so we have uh, we have being in the news. How has he changed the culture for the organization?
0: Well, uh, Apparently he's doing what he usually does and making that uh, everyone feel welcome and comfortable communicating from top to bottom. He's been known for treating everyone from like the janitorial staff up to the you know, the ownership the same way, very open
3: and that sort of thing. So, Who are you talking about? Almeida. Here's Matias. Kobe
2: Jones 70 goals in the galaxy.
3: Kobe Jones should have the statue, right? Kobe Jones
0: has more goals. This is absurd. Yeah. I think like, uh, Christina might have different uh, things
1: about that. Oh yeah, that, that, that's, to, that, that's to be uh, discussed off air. Right. Right. Like anyway. uh, there's a story behind that, but we got we got to focus on the Quakes here. All right. Anyway, so uh, Alveda is
0: also trying to get the team to imagine themselves as winners instead of whatever Mikhail Stara <laughs> did this
3: past. Every year they they picture themselves. Hey, as winners You know how many right, times right. I've heard Wando say the goal is the playoffs and then the MLS Cup, or you know the goal is. They they always have these high bars, but they don't buy in do it. They... I mean, maybe they consciously do, but subconsciously they don't. I don't know. Well, it's obvious you don't buy into it as a fan. I can't buy into it as a fan anymore. I've heard it's kind of like at what point do you accept the fact that the team doesn't know what they're doing and you just got to roll with the punches rather than being Charlie Brown and having Lucy pick up that football every single season. And every season they're like, here's the football. We got Matias Almeida. And you're like, Oh, I'm really going to kick that football this year. And then you go running and around, running, around. and then right. sure enough, you know, pull the footballs, Charlie Brown's flat on That's another season, right?
0: That's so. the exact metaphor that I use to tell my season ticket rep that you know, something was, has to be done. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so one thing though, like, is it different with someone with the pedigree of Almeida saying it because he's played at the highest level and also has been coaching at a, at a high level.
3: Yeah. I. So here's here's my thing. A coach is only as good as his players, especially in soccer. Right? And our right? players suck. And our players are awful. <laughs> we finished last, dead last. We set the record for wooden spoons with four. I, I believe it was five. Now, well, we tied with LA Galaxy, but they broke it. I think with the time. Yeah. So when we're looking at an, when we're looking at the Quakes and roster, Almeida can only do so much with. You know the pile of shit that he's been given. Right. Now, do you
0: think that I mean, there's it's the perfect any room for change? we lost a lot of one they like
3: gained by one goal last season, or up and choked last season. I don't know. I I think it's the perfect situation for Almeida because there's nowhere to go but up. Right. And if you stay shitty, well, be, well, I just I, I mean, I have the same players. What What are you expecting to do, right? right? You right? Uh, some more ammunition. Yeah. Better, yeah. So I mean, yeah. There's there's probably. They're probably gonna do better, how could they not? Would I credit Almeida for the improvement of the Quakes? I don't know. I think like a, a three-year-old could probably go in there and improve the Quakes at this point. Gee, right? Ouch! <laughs> like a three-year-old with at least one. Tell year me how old you really
1: a feel. Football man, I yeah, a three-year-old. I want to bo- <laughs> So, 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 Dan, based on what you just said, where do you see the Quakes finishing at the uh, at the end of the season? G- give, give us a give us a preseason prediction. So here's the thing: Are the Quakes going to rebuild? or Are they
3: going to compete? If they're a re- if they're a rebuilding year, they're probably going to finish outside of the playoffs again, and they're probably going to. Get to do a roster, a little bit of a roster turnover, get rid of the old. Baco hopefully gets the boot if they don't finish out of the playoffs. And he Wando's. It's all about Baco. Oh, he just yeah. scored two goals today against mm-hmm. LAFC. I, you know, <laughs> Baco, yeah. in preseason, Dick, yeah. Baco will shoot from 20 yards out and he'll put it over the bar every time. And, and he'll forego ins So Baco Coutinho, he'll,
0: he'll, he won't set up teammates for tap-ins yeah. because he wants yeah. to take a shot. Yeah,
3: and he's so greedy. He'll dribble into three defenders rather than pass the ball off to one who might have an open shot. So, there's got, there's going to be some, there's probably going to be some turnover. I think if the Quakes finish out of the playoffs, I think Jesse Fiorinelli's probably gone because it's like how many? We gave you complete reign, and your first season you brought us last place. Your second season there wasn't much improvement. We finished out of the playoffs again. We're over half the teams go to the playoffs, by the way. So there's no reason why you shouldn't be able to make the playoffs. Magnus Eriksson is still on the team. Flo Youngworth they resigned? quakes you, know you did. They should take the example. They
4: should follow. <laughs> I'm grudging. You guys all done that though. That's it. You guys are All
1: right. All right. Keep, 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 it on the quake, keep it on the Quake subject here. What do you think of Almeida thinking that. Uh, Liga oh, here we go. Shots
0: fired. I have to say it. What do you think of Almeida saying that Liga MX teams and MLS teams should be
3: in the company of Libertadores? I agree. I think. No, I don't think it's. I don't think it's because they deserve to be there. I think it's going to improve MLS as a league to but you guys play
1: against. Think you guys gonna survive that no, I think. Well, I think it's going. But it, but but Sammy, it would be a competitive experience. You would you would play against higher caliber teams, and that's going to raise it's, your level of play. But Sammy, right? it's it's an al- it's analogous to. Copa America always invited a CONCACAF team to join the competition, and the U.S. passed up the invitation so many times that... They stopped getting invited So we'll invite Mexico and Wait Mexico did big, they Wait did, did they, they stop Really? Yeah
2: did You know what's funny they, they, they would pass They would pass they would You pass, know what team they would, would take up that competition
0: Would take up that invite Oh, united lady can't play In the fucking uh, Copa yeah, They can't Copa now America. But because, because, of, because it's a national team
4: competition I mean listen Yeah All just, I'm just saying keep you keep is Let's hey, Listen I've been joking Okay If Honduras End up Number three In that competition Anyway, back in the day, that's third place out of all. I don't think the U.S., why do you think the U.S. keep saying fast, Because they know that the back is better than
1: us okay. But I think it would, but but it would, but it, but it would have a positive impact on the, on the on the program as a whole if they if they got the experience against playing against the Argentinas and the Brazils of the world. But the U.S. don't like that. Oh, yeah, tell me about it. Oh, we know. Think about the U.S. No, no apologists here.
4: The U.S. thinks about like our, our name where, you know, Money is a financial. So they know, like, nah, we're not making name
1: with money. So yeah, it's not, it's not gonna happen. I'm not united forever. So, 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 Dan, uh, so, so Quakes fan has to tell us about his epic trip to Reno for the the, the, the recent well, preseason match against Reno 1868 FC, and, uh, the Quakes USL affiliate club. Can, can I preface this by Liga MX?
3: La Liga, Bundesliga, they all have their top four teams, but when you go top to bottom, I think a lot of MLS teams could compete with bottom tier, bottom of the table, Liga MX teams. And I think that's why MLS could actually prove themselves a little bit more worthy uh, being, being included in that tournament. Now we're talking Reno, 1868, Matt Persano shutting down the Quakes and the Quakes looking like absolute shit in the first half against Reno. Mm This whole line again against it was three. Team. It was three nil after the first half. That was the final score. They, both teams put in their scrubs in the second half, and it was Reno should have had a goal in the second half, but there was a missed PK. So, um, it but been worse, it could have been worse. Yeah, ooh, it could have been worse. And but
0: Danny Mustavski
3: from the he yeah. scored four. He scored four goals, goals. Yes. against the uh, Real Monards. I don't understand how how Mustavski can can be so dominant. In USL and be so overlooked in MLS, especially when you're looking for an error pair to Wando. Right? Right, right? You're looking for goal scorers, and all respect to Danny Houston. Danny Houston had what 12 goals right. last season. He's not a goal scorer that. Uh, he faded in the second half. Of season, yeah, too. The And Wando's been Mr. Consistent. He'll score a goal every three games or so, you know. And he'll get his double-digit season like right. he always does. It
0: was interesting that the quick signed Kane Cowell. You know,
3: for uh, as a home-girl. he has He's a, a homegrown
0: five-star, you know, prospect. Yeah. He's
3: only 15. Dude, that dude's. And he's built, though, for a yeah. 15 year old. I, I looked at him. All... 34 goals last season? Yeah, what I looked, looked at Kid Cowell. Cow- so I was at the game at Reno. I was at the game at Reno, and I saw Cade Cowell. Yeah, I, know, I, I, I think, 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 think uh, Joe says something about sausage. I, yeah. 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 <laughs> anyway, so I saw Cade Cowell.
1: I'm like, there's no way. I, 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 unless you were talking about sausage of a different variety. I don't know if I <laughs> I'm talking.
3: So Cowell, there's no way this guy is 15 years old. The guy looks huge. Right. And if he's only 15, he's probably still growing, right? He's probably still getting bigger. And he had a few shots on goal. He well, didn't look depressing. bad. The, but I think Jesse... Jesse Fiorinelli, he's signing 15- and 16-year-olds. Right. That's a huge gamble for a GM to be signing such young players and assuming
1: that they're going to be able to make it. At the same time, though. Freddie Adu, need I say more. But, but he's also play, he's also playing the long game. And uh, Freddie Adu was 13. Right. Yeah, but I wouldn't put 13 and 15 and 16 in the same category. And at the
0: same time, you know, that was a different kind of era. They we're not as responsible in... Uh, uh, really pretty to do a lot. You know, they stuck him right into the lineup.
3: Back then, Gilberto yeah, Fuentes so, looked pretty good. Fuentes,
0: yeah, and, and to mention uh, Fuentes and hear uh, again, Fuentes already has European interest, mm-hmm. and so part of the reason for signing him young was because they wanted to keep him around and then possibly, you know, sell him later on and, and actually make money off of him instead of losing him, like so many other MLS teams are now, right, you know, yeah. Losing players to European clubs without any kind of compensation.
1: I got to be honest, though, from from an organizational. Standpoint though, I'm psyched that the Quakes have brought back neighborhood nights at Obia Stadium. So for our listeners, uh, if you uh, reside in a certain neighborhood uh, in San Jose and if it's your neighborhood night, you get discounted tickets. Hey, Sammy, you're looking at me all crazy, but that's a great way to increase the draw at Obia because the on-field product is subpar. You got to get asked in the seats. What better way to do with it than to give it my neighborhood night?
4: So now they're going to the hard drive they want receipts. So they have to do like a marketing uh, process or a marketing rule. So, All right. You know, again, so because you guys are not
1: receiving. But Sammy, out. every team yes, does so. that. What was it, Stealth Up Center empty? The Resorts? Oh. <laughs> so you got the uh, Los Angeles people going there. And
4: you got the Galaxy. So
1: see them that like, oh, leave Ron, Ron, make this Well, because we can it's too big. That's why <laughs> well, he should be But Sammy disagrees, Joe. I do. No, uh, so, oh, so the way I see it, so i see it. Sports. The way
2: Americans, in all American sports, that should be how it is. The way Americans does it is like, it's stadiums. If you're getting a city to pay you a couple billion dollars to build a stadium, those people that live in that city should be
0: having discounts. Kind of no, it should be. Well, I forget if the police got public money or not. Before the preseason, the Quakes threw against the third tier Mexican team, Pioneros de Cancun. It was a 1-1 draw. They got lost to Reno, 3-0.
1: And then we won three uh, 0 against the L.A. FC today. Does the mean yeah, it's meaningless. I'm not going to read too much into it. Uh, but what what I will say is that the home kit looks awesome, and I'm going to say it right here right now with a with a, with a Galaxy fan present. The, 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 despite despite the, the despite the transitional period that the Quakes find themselves in, the Quakes will finish above the Galaxy on the table on it? i bet you a beer, Sammy. i bet, I bet you a beer. 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 Cheers, Cheers to beer. that. Now the Quakes will finish higher than the Galaxy in the Western Conference. All right. you your they they might the both day miss, day. The, miss the playoffs, That's but the Quakes will finish higher. We were this close to make the playoffs. But you didn't make it. We were this close because the was an animal at the end of the day.
4: But we were, we were this uh, we close. You guys were like this We like, like, were big like this later. We were like this We were like I'll be taking one like 30 minutes Oh my Really?
0: Hey,
1: I so we got to give some love to uh, Sophie Jones. Who uh, alerts Larson is in? Dig about Sophie Jones. Right, as I mentioned earlier, uh, she got uh, uh, her U.S. Youth
0: National Team jersey uh, placed in the trophy room at Avaya Stadium. And, uh, she's the um, I think the, the first Twigs female Academy member to be uh, a member of a Youth National Team set up. Uh, so it was a big uh, moment for her. I hope it means that the Craigs will bring in the NWSL team um, at the end of the World Cup. Uh, what do you think? Yeah.
1: Kind of but it's not a good thing to come. Uh, you know, hopefully uh, Sophie Jones will make it on the national team stage. Uh, maybe this heralds uh, increased promise for the uh, Quakes uh, women's club. Uh, m- maybe they establish themselves in the future as a franchise in um, in N- NWSL. But you know, again, we, I, I, I've been disappointed enough by this team to not hold out hope. Uh, I, I'm at the table with two gentlemen that hold on to the season tickets. You guys can be hopeful for me. Like you guys can take the mantle. Uh, I got two optimists. I'm the pessimist. Uh, you know, so carry the banner for me. Carry the banner. I can't do it anymore.
0: Speaking of optimism, let's go to Europe and let's also talk about the young Americans playing in Europe right now. Uh, so. Unfortunately, Christian Pulisic is kind of struggling right now with Dortmund, but Dortmund himself is kind of struggling. I
1: thought he got traded to Chelsea. Chelsea? Oh, yeah. oh, he's got, oh, I'm sure, yeah, he got traded to Chelsea. Chelsea. Yeah, yeah. yeah. As, as, a te- as, a te- as a testament to how long we've been off air, Dick forgot about the forgot about, about it making the news now. Is he officially there now? No, no, he'll he'll he'll, he'll, he'll be okay. He'll, he'll so here, here's the thing: uh, transfer was for, the, so, uh, for for next 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 season. Next season. And we have a selfie being taken by bit <laughs> to make it on our Instagram page <laughs> as proof that we recorded. So about the Pulisic transfer, he'll be at Dortmund next season. Uh, he was, you know, he, no, he was Chelsea, yeah, yeah. Chelsea next season. He'll finish up the season with Dortmund But let's be honest, okay? You know, we're, we're almost an extra time here on the podcast past the ninety-minute mark. Uh, hot takes times ten. Here, here I go. Wrong club. Going
0: to
1: the wrong. club Look, Where would you want him to go? Liverpool. Yeah, Should have gone to Liverpool. Liverpool doesn't have space for him. Should have gone to Liverpool. Liverpool doesn't have space for him. But might. okay, no. But you, you can make space for him. And oh, you're gonna Liverpool, get rid of what? Mane or something. Oh, like hold, that. On, yeah. se- hold on a Hold on a second. Wait. Here, let, let me finish, Joe. You make, you, you make space. You're in Klopp's there. You wouldn't have made space for him. Oh, are you kidding me? Big, Dorman, yeah. Dorman, yeah. Dorman, yeah. Dorman, Dorman, manager. Gagan Preston, He through the Dorman system at Liverpool. It's, it's a perfect, perfect fit. He have a better chance if PSG were too short. Who's
4: going to bench Liverpool? Second place. It's gonna be the best.
1: He's Salah. She, no, Shabak. You no, actually, you no, know, he could have. No, hold on. Yes, okay, hold hang on a second. Go ahead. You, 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 don't, you, don't, you don't get rid of a Ford. You keep Bobby, you keep Mane, you keep Salah. You, un- you keep one of them, you keep. Uh, you unlock un- Kata. Has, has it shine? What? Are you kidding Has it shine? He's on the bench. Has on the you, bench. You unlock Kata after Disappointment. Sorry. Wow.
4: Look. Has, it made, hey, it, hey, has hey, not hey, been inroads. You're in a cop, wouldn't you make that move? I my first time I think that was uh, Chelsea might be the big for him. That's my opinion. Yeah, Chelsea might, might be the big for him. Billions of Dortmund? i Dortmund? trying to a player from a German league to the English player. Twice, but three
3: times better. Really? Yes. I think I think Bundesliga is way better.
4: No. In terms of what? No.
3: Like pedigree of players. No. You're looking, you win championships. Not Bayern's in no. it every no. year. No. Not pedigree.
2: Uh, the Premier league has better pedigree than the German. Why don't they
3: ever win Champions, not not no. they win
2: Champions League? I say that only because no. they
3: never win Champions League. Because we got Barcelona. So like S- no, Barcelona. Bayerns won <laughs> it. <laughs> no, but here's like, When you talk about no, has been like, in the finals. When you talk about the the knowledge
2: World Stage, right? What happened was, it was the Italian League, then it was the Premier League. Bundesliga and the Spanish League are like there, they haven't caught up. Like, when you talk about players, of like when you talk about the five big European leagues, you talk about what people talk about. Like, when's the last time somebody talked about RB likes? Like, people talk talk about the team fired, but honestly, the reason why the Bundesliga... So, is as, a, the so as, as a footnote to this fired.
1: discussion, gentlemen, uh, so to Dan's point, the last... Premier League to win the Champions League was none other than Chelsea FC back in 2012 when they beat Bayern on penalties at the islands Arena. 2012. Yes. So it's been seven years since EPLs actually competed in the European League yes, and, and won it all in
3: UEFA. Yeah. And that was that was penalties. But yeah, it was a tie game Yeah, Man, you had
2: been there twice. Yeah, Chelsea said, won it. No, not, no but now no. we're looking at now. Arsenal was the, When was the last time a like German final, team? Yeah. Like, what I'm trying to say is Germany. It's only on the world stage knowledge because Bayern has all the money and has made themselves an international team. The Bundesliga, I'm not saying as a league. No, listen. Listen exactly what you have done. I think the Bundesliga is a better league overall than the French league. I think the Bundesliga is a great league, but when you talk about pedigree, it's the Premier League, it's the Italian league, the Spanish league, other. Leagues
4: Catching up. I think the German football is uh, it's done. done. Perfect, done. Example. Perfect example, for example, I wouldn't go with done. World Cup. Perfect example, World Cup. German club. How many young players in German teams
2: were playing that German? That they the World Cup was an anomaly because uh, a lot of, there are a lot of bad. decisions. German young players. <laughs>
4: We're playing in the World
1: Cup. Where did we go? No way. No way. Speaking so, of, Dick, so Dick, Dick has, Liverpool has, Liverpool has Liverpool. some news. He has some news to share regarding Liverpool and an American abroad.
0: Well, Weston McKinney has been linked with a twenty million dollar, uh, twenty million pound move from Shaka to Liverpool. Oh, yeah. Link
3: does not You wait for Champions League championships. All right, quick, Stan, go ahead. Real Madrid 13 Spain AC Milan 7 Italy Bayern Munich 5 Germany Barcelona 5 Spain Liverpool 5 England Ajax 4 Russia Dutch Dutch, okay uh, International, Manchester United. So they've only had Premier has only had two teams. And how long ago they won the Benfica? Okay, but here, but here, how long ago
4: they won the last one? but here's the, but here's the, the, here's the thing
3: though, Dan. VPL uh, are, I, I got,
1: so so, or so, so or uh, the, so the so English Premier League?
3: The
4: last five release was five was like the uh, Barca, f- So the Barca
1: fans uh, going to come out come out of me here. You know those thirteen Madrid, those thirteen titles. Take away five of them. Let, no, them, no, no, go. them know. Let them know Take <laughs> away five of them. <laughs> Let them know. Let them know. Because you have to take away five because when they, they won it five consecutive years in the late 50s. So the tournament wasn't anywhere near the format it is in now. Watch the replays If you can find a replay of
2: any of those games, see what the ref was doing in most of those Real Madrid wins. Just, just look, because some of those were farcical, like, All right,
0: farcical. Back on track here. All right, go ahead, Dick. So let's talk about
1: Tim Wade's
0: hot start.
1: Celtic, yeah, Celtic FC! Celtic. Celtic! No, Celtic. Celtic. Celtic Celtic FC! Celtic <laughs> FC.
3: The hoops! The only team that pronounces it Celtic is Boston. Everywhere it's Celtic. Boston. Celtic. Area. I'm sorry. But <laughs> <laughs> the Warriors, I'm
4: sorry.
3: I uh, can't give you that one, though. All right,
1: so, <laughs> so... so. So, oh. all day, every day. so about, This is not what we're talking about. So about it's Tim Wayne, Tim Wynn, way. go ahead, Tim Wynn. What about Tim Wynn? No, 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 what about no, no, Tim Wynn?
4: That's not going to happen. That's not going to happen.
0: That's not what are more yeah. stats? I, I don't even
3: know for Celtic. He has got two assists in a goal and like three or four games for Celtics so far. So, yeah, he's He's gonna go and he's, he's just on loan, right, from PSG. I mean, it's a loan deal. It's it's, it's a loan deal uh, to P, uh, from PSG, uh, yeah, loan, yeah. Loan, yeah. yeah. So, he's going to be back at PSG. He's what 19, 20 years old or something like that? When PSG
2: when Neymar goes to Real Madrid, they're going him him go to pull way back. He that. will to take it back. Yeah. Neymar is going to Real Madrid. So, so, for multiple reasons one real madrid loves the man. take it two neymar knows the french league you Barça apparently signed Frankie Dijon because because Neymar's WhatsApps talking about how weak the French league is. Neymar's leaving. It, it is weak. By the come way, come on, we gotta be honest. It is weak. I'm not saying it's not. That's compared to the English. Neymar's, Neymar's leaving, leaving and he's going to La Liga. No, I fully no. concede that. If
3: you're listening to this on your way to Tahoe,
1: school. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, 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 so enjoy your 18 hours. So, since so, we're so, 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 so on the European <laughs> subject, we're talking about Celtic slash PSG. <laughs> Celtic! Celtic! Fine. Celtic. Noted. <laughs> but PSG, I have to admit, surprised the hell out of you when they beat Man U 2 0, Adult Trafford in the round of 16 of the UEFA Champions League. Which I won 100 bucks I game, by the way. Oh. Nice. <laughs> So, should we start talking about PSG as contenders to win it all? No. 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 Are, they, are, they, are they in the conversation? No. 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 PSG to win the UCL no. in the conversation. No. No. League is second tier is at question. best. Yeah. Look, listen.
0: Chance was here's the, the thing that West. happened with that Man U. There were a
2: couple of different things, and I mean, we were talking. We had a chat going about this and how much I wanted Menu to either win or PSG to win, but Mbappe be the uh, be the champion. At Mbappe yeah, is so fucking. Yes, yeah.
3: he's almost. And I, he's the thing is, I fight. I fight to Neymar. Right. I would
2: rather Mbappe right. yeah, right. be the champion. Did you hear this guy say Mbappe is just all right? Yeah, he, he, he doesn't right. know what he's talking about. He's it's so
4: he play 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 it must be all right. No, all right. Don't even talk.
1: Are you talking Are you saying don't at me? Is that what you're? No, no, no. Tell these guys he's a flash in the pan. Say it. He's a flash in the pan.
4: Look, it's like playing called is like one You feel
0: somebody Is like Oh One the guy You know like Somebody else Mbappé Mbappé is not that person. So Mbappé is like A teenager doing headshots And so they just feel like a one
4: round <laughs> I, I mean
0: on, he's alright no, 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 no. so No, 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 no Bro, I no, can't even Listen My thing I is I gotta just do stupid. Is
1: for he, he's a NBAP Mbappe. fan I got his here's Mbappe's numbers hold on Mbappe's hold on. numbers, Wait, Mbappe's numbers. Oh, hey mean? hey oh, hold, hold on. on listen Sammy oh, give him the rundown 27
3: to 2018 27 appearances 13 goals this year 17 appearances 18 goals wow. he's scoring more than a goal per game you for know, PSG no, no, this no. season here's, here's the difference Here
2: that is, the difference. is insane hold on hold on here's the difference between Mbappe and Neymar France, France. No, hold on hold on hold on. Stop. Every Big game that Mbappe's not to play, he showed up. He shows up. Every big game Neymar's had to play, if it wasn't with Messi or
4: uh, Suarez, he's been injured. Because everyone is fucking for Neymar. And Mbappe uh,
2: has, uh, has 10. Every, team I, team will say, in, I will say it here. When it's all said and done, it will come out that Neymar has a problem with being the guy when it's just him. It.
4: I can tell you, no, he doesn't. Oh, we'll see. So, every team, if a coach...
1: Like Sam, are you talking about like when you play FIFA or what? Uh, I do
4: play FIFA. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna lie, I do play FIFA. I beat mean this guy 10-0 oh, last night. It was not 10-0. How much it was 10, no. it? How much 10-0? That was like eight. It <laughs> <laughs> well, <that> makes it still extenuating circumstances. First I was
0: worried, but now it's okay.
4: Extenuating circumstances. He said, "No, no, no, No not worry he said, listen, he has it, I don't have
0: it, it's not a
2: thing. Moving forward. Come to the pause. A
4: 0 That's not And I was And I was using Like was No Let's go back To Mbappé Anyway Mbappé yeah, I would never Play Real
2: Madrid I would murder myself If I played it With Real Madrid <laughs> Let's just get that but Straight was, You know that I was You got a like, secret
0: Football manager Save where you Take a Real Madrid Like 10 seasons
2: It would hurt me Every game Every game Would just I I like Anyway So far in the people God you know, anyway, back. moving forward, Mbappe exactly. is he's not a flash of the pain. He is no, he's you know, legit. He's he, the real he, deal. He's a kid. You know the only issue with Mbappe, I feel like, is the fact that he feels that he has to be as stylish as my only problem with Mbappe is that he's learning from Neymar. And that he feels like he has to be super stylish, super, you know, do these things. The kid was doing well when he was just a uh, push. Ask you get into a good space and shoot you know but when he's yeah. doing all this like razzle dazzle yeah. yeah like and that's my problem. so my hope is that Barca gets him he runs
1: under uh, Messi ain't gonna happen that, 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 that should be sailed Joe especially when Mbappe's people reached out to Barcelona and they passed on the kid they passed on at the
2: end, regardless, PSG beating Man United, for me, doesn't mean much because Man United still... Man United still has a little issue. What makes you
4: really a issue? In a row, it's fine. They've won a bunch still. Season? No, I know.
1: Well, after, Not after, going after, after Mourinho. No. So, so, but, but you know, but speak, speaking, but speaking of Real, okay, we have to talk about the other notable round of sixteen match that took place this past week. Real beating Ajax two one in Amsterdam. Now, let's be honest. VAR stands for Video Assistant Real. That first Ajax goal should have stood. That was no offside there. It should have been a two two score line. And Sam, it's okay. You need to family on the show. Frankie, Frankie,
4: Frankie Dijon,
1: future Barca player, was talking about how
2: VAR works best for the bigger teams. And a lot of people have been saying
4: that.
2: has been a talking point for VAR for a while now, that VAR works best for the bigger teams. I agree with you. Ajax goes to escape. Secondly, Real beating Ajax in the round of 16 only by one goal? And a questionable call. That's a problem for them. Now, I will say, I will be here and say it. As much as I hate Real Madrid to the core, Vinicius, I fuck with that kid. Exactly. But
4: it's not a problem with them Like you know. I've been in that game because uh, coming from that sixth place. I uh, went to the third. That's right. Yeah. I went to the third. I've been in the fourth of like six points now. I don't even know. So yeah. they've been doing all right. Yeah. So, Benico, and now we have two
1: games going forward. Yeah. Yeah. We games you got a Madrid, coming in. Uh, so, you know, yeah, so talking about Basta now. Yeah, about yeah. Barcelona now. Now, now, now will be in action though uh, this week against Olympic León Olympique León uh, uh, uh,
4: yeah.
1: well, if, uh, if, if, if you know, a here's the thing match. about Barcelona though. In light of today's La Liga match against Real Vallecano. There's questions at that club. Well, the main oh. question is... But Leon is not going to be a, a it's main, duck walk. The main question
2: walk. is, Valverde just re-signed, how do you feel about it? That's the main question.
4: It's going to be the same. 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 Same coach, same tactics, same everything, same play. But let's talk about the game. Like, the okay, it wasn't a great game. Amazing game. For me, it was an amazing game. But... <laughs> Had, you know the you know Boateng was against Valladolid I, you know, I thought but Boateng had that. a pretty good game I'll tell you that but, but, you know, but why did get he's that old uh, already, right?
2: you they didn't no, care no, about sitting on the bench
1: for the majority they want they want this they want this presence in the midfield in the midfield like Arturo Vidal that. But here's one problem. Here's here's one problem. I got to tell you, Joe. What game were you watching? Boateng was invisible. I
2: didn't know. No, Boateng, what are you talking about? M.I.A. No, Boateng had that trap. So the thing with Boateng is... I'm uh, not going
1: to defend Swat. same deal.
2: Invisible. Fake, fake, fake. Boateng had a couple of different traps. had a couple of he had a shout for a PK he had a couple of different opportunities I'm not saying he had a stellar game but I think being thrown in to where he was in the situation I think he, had, he did pretty well I'm not saying I'm a huge crazy Boateng fan but as, as to Dick's question why do you get Boateng being as old as he is because Barca has a problem right now with having players that are too good to sit on a bench I'm taking a photo Jasper said as much as I love my love I love Jasper Silicent. He is not our number two. Jasper Silton should be a number one in any other club. That, yeah, exactly. But that's a problem right now, right? So, Barca had a situation where you couldn't get the. We sold Munier as our second number nine. We sold Pato. Pato Akasar just got blocked by Dortmund and he's doing very well, right? So, you have a situation where you're a Barca. Everybody who watches Barca knows Luis Suarez is the number nine. He's going to get the playing time. So, no, no, but people, but as much as Luis Suarez is done, everybody knows really Barca management is never going to bench Suarez right. permanently. Right. No, and we should! It's not just team business, team it's team like, it's a business, it's, it's clout, it's, it's everything. So at the end of the day, so at the end of the
3: day, you're,
2: you know as a, as a person who wants to play for Barca, if you're number nine, you know you're going to be sitting on the bench next to Luis Suarez. The only way you get a player to come in in those conditions, you're not going to get a young player that's like I'm a good player, I should be playing. That's if why you, you get a
4: carabiner or in M- to Barcelona. You think they're going to be better than this one? No,
1: of course not. Mm. Of course not. The solar will look bench? No, oh, no. If if you bring those, yeah. I can tell you. Luis Suarez still has another so, year or two. Oh, yeah. All right. So, see, so you know, okay, see, we okay, but, but guys, Guys, we got to we got to we got to bring it back right, around a second so, here. So the are so well. Right now that's the
0: here.
2: I think, Barca, I think I think Barca, Barca goes through comfortably. No, I think Barca pulls it back together and wins 2-0 in Lyon and comes back. What
0: about Liverpool versus
1: Bayern. Notable. The other
0: notable match this week. Liverpool versus
1: Bayern time. Something, that's something, that's something
0: to note that uh, Bayern has added Alfonso Davies, the former Whitecaps
1: uh, player, to oh, their Champions League and roster. And Kingsley Coleman's uh, back in the squad for Bayern. I do like Davies. I do think Liverpool's going
4: to take it. Recently, they have to
3: season in England goes through Dan what say you I say so if I can make it two predictions Liverpool wins the UCL but does not win the EPL whoa that's bold you're here first <laughs> but, uh, you know, they're gonna to pull it together for international games, but when it comes to domestic games, they're gonna find a way to fall apart. But because Manchester City is gonna step in,
4: well, they're gonna
3: step in. Every time, yeah. Yeah. City,
4: City, well, going to step in. City yeah, City's gonna win. Nil. Six 6-0. No. City, yeah. It's it's winning. Winning. They hit Chelsea for six last win. week.
1: Chelsea, yeah. <laughs> oh wow, here we go. Shots fired, Joe. <laughs> but
3: I think Liverpool came so close last season. They're they're going to focus on UCL. Yeah, two minutes, season. guys. Yeah. Two minutes.
0: All right, all right. All right, anything uh, left to discuss? We touched on everything pretty much? To hit on, no,
3: we got to hit on the Quakes' uh, new new kit. The new, we, g- we, new we team it about briefly, about yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, uh, I don't know. Uh, I know, all, I know hot
1: takes? I love it. I'm thumbs down. Where are you? I don't think it's that bad.
3: Well,
4: here's my question. It looks no, like a no, training no, jersey. Here's my question. How yeah. 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 did the Quakes <laughs> announce
3: a new kit? What do you mean, the that new site?
2: social media? Yeah. You want to know what the Atlanta United oh, yeah. did? Yeah. I'll drink yeah.
3: it.
2: <laughs> Roger Bennett of the Men and in Blazers interviewed a bunch of the Atlanta United players at a live yeah. conference yeah. and then they announced it and then social media blitz, aka, they're doing it right. So drink it again, cause you it again because you mentioned doing it
4: right. You guys <laughs> have a war in the temple <laughs> so long. You guys are doing all this. Yeah. You guys are doing like, oh my God, yeah, we, we just do. won. We're, we're like, like that's why new kids in the block. Year, been right. Been right. And all I'm saying is we're Can doing you, well.
2: You know, I mean, I yeah. Yo, you Let me know when it oh. like I like, We got a minute.
3: Talking about Tata. It's not a minute. You don't have a time I at all. We'll for 30 more minutes. Let's go. Right. Yeah. I know. I just want to know yeah. how to end the yeah. show because talking about it's Tata. definitely going to be I a problem with <laughs> to get Mexico. He's not going to do
4: nothing in Damn. He's a Mexican head coach. Damn. He didn't do Jack Shannon with him in Boston. When he goes to Boston, he doesn't
0: know. I always disagree with yeah, the oh, the last coach. Something uh, the whorehouse
3: before the World Cup? He's not gonna do that, right? So, <laughs> that it? it's, uh, yeah. Are you talking? Um, uh, I, I This is. The, I was trying to wrap it up when we mentioned whorehouse on the podcast. Who, who was the dude that got uh, fired for the uh, El for assaulting a reporter?
0: no, 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 no. Pio? No. Nick,
3: yeah, we'll say, yeah. Who is the guy who got assaulted, the Mexican yeah, national team coach yeah, who um, yeah, assaulted a reporter? It's time to cut it.
0: All right. No, All right, so, so Dick, it's so take it's us home. Another exciting episode of Vic and Vic Soccer. Thanks again for uh, Joe Dixon, Ramon, Dave
4: Burkett, Go Quicks, City Time Radio, and Sammy. Also the panelists. Thank you for joining us. It's
0: been a great time. So catch us again. I'm Vic. I'm Vic, and we'll see you in a bit. Next time. Bye.